Hello there, and as we enter the last week of January 2021, the new year, I think this is the final week I'll say Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you for being a valuable and appreciated subscriber to my Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. Today's episode is episode 37, Don't Just Exist, Be Present. You know, now more than ever, communication is critical. It's key to our success. Not only do we lack the one-on-one, in-person communication because of COVID, the pandemic, but we also now have virtual meetings and a lot more cell phone discussions because we're social distancing. That's why communication is critical, good communication, in fact, great communication to be successful. There's an old saying, we have two ears and one mouth. So it's better to listen more and talk less. And I mean, when you're talking, be respectful and have intentional listening, intentional focus. It doesn't matter if it's spoken, in person, virtually, or even in writing, such as email, formal letters, or even when you write your resume or cover letter. You must be intentional with the words that you use. Getting back to conversations... We hear about multitasking, but I wonder, is it effective? It's possible we've become comfortable, maybe complacent with the concept of multitasking. My concern is that it removes us from being present. And what do I mean by that? We're existing in space and time, in that physical place, but our minds could be elsewhere. When we multitask, for example... We leave a lot of open-ended stories or open-ended tasks in our mind. We don't actually thrive that way. I don't know if you knew this, but it's actually best to close each and every story loop in your head, to close each and every topic so that we can cleanly move on, cleanly and clearly move on, and move forward to our next task, our next duty, our next obligation or appointment. Here's an example. Have you ever watched a movie, read a book, or maybe listened to a podcast, then got interrupted and didn't have time to finish? If you're like me, you probably have started thinking about the conclusion of that movie scene, that book chapter closing, or podcast, then at random times during the day, thought about it, and possibly even at night, dreamt about it. All along the way, you might have felt a nagging question. How is this situation, that scene, or that issue going to get resolved? My point, not to dive too deeply into multitasking here, but we can rather easily become distracted, and that can even lead to overwhelm. Maybe I'll do a future episode about that if there's interest. Can you let me know? Pop out on social media. My handle is at Craig Ansell, that's C-R-A-I-G-A-N-C-E-L, and you can find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. About our podcast focus, the title, Don't Just Exist, Be Present. I've got a question for you. Think back to your most recent conversation that you had. It could be in person, by phone, or even virtually. Do you remember any specific thing that the other person brought up that jogged a memory of yours? If you do, I'll bet you shared that memory connection back with them. You might have elaborated on one of their stories, how it linked up or connected with something of your past. 
While there's nothing wrong with that, it doesn't really help with being present. It fits more along the lines of existing. If you're up for a little challenge in the new year, join me and we can chat on your achievements via social media, as I mentioned earlier, at Craig Ansel on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. If you want to hit me privately by email, it's craig at craigansell.com. Okay, here's the deal. Starting with your next conversation that you have, try this out. After the greeting and you begin talking, listen to the speaker, and I mean truly listen. Resist the urge to interrupt them, to respond immediately, or to tell your story. While they talk, truly digest what they're saying. Not only listen to their words, but absorb the energy, the emotion, and any inflections. Does their voice cadence, pitch, or volume change at any point? Then wait for a natural pause in their speaking and inquire more about a specific point or area of the discussion topic. I'll bet you'll get to know the other person a lot better and also realize they have a lot to say. Once you get good at this approach, you may start to notice that others quite don't listen as well as you thought they did. Over the years, I've started to notice that both friends and coworkers have fallen into this approach. I'd speak my thoughts or my concerns, and they'd offer a one or two word response, right, I know, too bad, or me too. Then they'd talk about their same or similar situation and go on for quite some time. While part of that conversation is natural, if it happens once or twice, that's okay. But there are a few folks I've noticed over the years that when I bring up a topic, they seem intentional, they seem to be listening, but then immediately after, they tell their story. And not only do they tell their story when I'm done speaking, the next time they pause and I have a chance to talk with them about maybe something further in the discussion or a different topic, the same thing happened again. Then later on in that same conversation, there was a pause. I discussed with them some points, what I heard from them, and maybe how I could help or um, how the situation resolved. And I brought up a different concept or different topic to further the conversation along. What did I find there? Those same people then went on to tell stories similar to what I did. It's not that they're bad people, and it's not that we've become super career growth made easy podcast fans and that we're better than everybody else. It's that it's completely natural. The human mind, the human brain, likes to connect pieces from your past to your present so that can draw conclusions, kind of fit in, and it likes to use the least energy possible to do so. So think of it as a supercomputer. It's always processing information it's receiving from your five senses. It's hyper-processing all your visual information and your, your audio information. Your ears are always on, whether you know it or not. That's why we can react to certain sounds, certain sights so quickly, because the brain's always processing that information. As a side note, that's how our fight or flight reflex comes into play. When a certain, when a certain situation comes up and we're not certain how to handle it, we may react in a fight or flight situation, right? We're either going to defend our fort, defend our area, protect our ground, or, oh, there's a fire alarm going off. I've got nothing to defend or protect here. I'm heading out the emergency. So again, it's not a bad thing, but what I've found is with some coaching and with some training for those that are interested, and I hope you are and you'll stick with me, 
you can try this new approach, letting the other person speak. At first, it seems a little bit unnatural and a little bit lengthy, like, wow, I usually respond right there. But the way you can overcome this is to listen to them speaking and process that information. If there becomes what seems like a really lengthy pause, an unnatural pause, this is just more than the person taking a breath or clearing their throats. It's a good time for you to interject and respond. But again, without responding with a similar story matching theirs, which is natural again, you might want to pick a few points that you want to touch on and say, hey, I noticed that you talked about this. How did that go with that situation? Or how did you resolve this? And you can also say, could you tell me more about that? I'm truly interested. I think I might be able to offer you some advice or help if you're interested. And I think that's how we can really enrich and deepen conversations with people and uh, deepen our experiences as well as our relationships. I think all too often we exist, but we are not present. And this can help us moving forward. As I said, you can use this in person if you have the opportunity, or it can be done by phone or even virtually. Now, one-on-one is obviously best because you have a focused, you have a um, uh, limited audience. But if you do have crowd settings or team settings, it still works because you have to learn how to process the information from each person that you're working with, and you may need to follow up. So this gives you a really good time just to tune in, focus, and clearly and crisply listen to what they are saying. Again, a big part of our communication is not just the words we're using, but it's our body language, if you can you know, have time to see them, if it's a visual situation, but also the way they speak, their word choice, their cadence or speed of talking, and also any inflections to certain words indicating potential emotional connections, and also volume. Volume is a key driver in showing what is important to people or what has potentially caused pain or is a concerning point, right? I didn't initially recognize these um, key key points and key indicators in the past, and I probably, for most of my life, actually, was one of those people that heard one story, connected it, and responded with the same or similar story. And that's good, and we got along. So, we, you know, a lot of people say, we have a lot in common, or when I work with so-and-so, I just really feel like we hit it off. Nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. However, if you're looking to grow personally and professionally, this can be a way for you to start doing that. So let's go over that again. During your next conversation, regardless if that is with a family member, a friend, or it's a you know colleague or what have you, maybe you're uh, you know out, out and about and you're shopping, for example, you can even do this with store help. You can do this with store clerks. It doesn't really matter. Even customer service people that you're reaching out to, they're really not used to having someone take the time to pause just for a few extra seconds, listen to them, and enjoy the conversation and kind of connect. So for your next conversation... After the, nat- after the uh, original greeting and the conversation begins and it's someone else's turn to speak, allow them to speak and digest while they're talking. Listen for one, maybe two key points at first that, again, seem to be uh, pain points or sore spots for them or areas of focus. And how do you identify those? By listening to a change in their rhythm, their speech pattern, special word choice. And maybe if they uh, emphasize the word or their volume level changes for a certain part of the sentence, you could explore more. So it's good when you respond 
to identify those key traits. And I've gone so far as to uh, offer that coaching and training to others and said that, you know what, I really feel like you're a good listener and that you've heard my concerns and address them. I've used the same approach with customers for years, both internal and external customers. By the way, talking about customers, most of us think that we only have one customer, it's the end paying customer. And I'll tell you right now, that's shallow thinking. While they may pay the bills, and that's what many of us have when we have businesses, right? And we look for the cash register, right? The bell to ring and to uh, get that invoice paid. That's shallow thinking. Everyone we work with and work for is our customer. That means we have upstream and downstream customers. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a customer service episode I did that might help you out grow and blossom this year, both with regards to your personal and your professional growth. Now, in closing this, uh, in closing today's podcast episode, don't just exist, be present. I started at the beginning of the episode, and while it was about in-person conversation as well as uh, virtual and writing, one of the things I touched on was resumes, and I might have mentioned cover letters. It's really important in writing as well as email, if I didn't say that, that we're very clear and concise when we communicate. You'll find that it goes a lot farther when you communicate clearly and concisely by grabbing people's attention and removing the clutter. And actually, I realize I have a really awesome episode on emailing and text to help clarify matters, so that'll help you too, and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. But let's talk about resumes just a minute. If you're new to the job market, maybe you don't have a resume, and you might even have fear, anxiety, or confusion as to how to start. But I have good news for you if that's the case. What if you think, well, I've got a few years experience and really don't need to update it too frequently because I have an existing job? Or do you fit into the final category? You've been in the uh, career field 10, 20 plus years, and your resume has grown leaps and bounds. It's pages of information because you're so experienced. That's great news that you have that experience, but it's not so great news when it comes to your resume and catching someone's attention. Did you know today that the ideal resume page length is one to two pages? Most people have the wrong size margins on their papers, as well as use too small a font in an effort to cram so much information onto their papers that their resumes become eyesores. The exciting news is that I have a free resume masterclass webinar coming up this week. That's right, January 27th and 28th, and that will be at 1.30 and 4.30 Eastern Time. I've put it together for two days, and each class is the same, so you'll only need to attend once, but I've given you two different times, 1.30 and 4.30 Eastern, so that it can adjust it for different time zones. Our class is going to go over three powerful and simple ways that you can update your resume and grab a future employer's attention more quickly. If you have a resume, in fact, if you've even recently updated it, congratulations. However, I still recommend attending my free webinar because you might have one of the two or three most common mistakes made that cause your resume to be rejected visually because it's not appealing or rejected online when it gets scanned on a website applicant tracking system. Now, if you haven't heard of an applicant tracking system, don't worry. I do talk about that in the free webinar series. You can grab a seat to my resume masterclass webinar at rmc 
enroll.com forward slash webinars. That's rmcenroll.com forward slash webinars. Again, we have four positions available and you only need to attend one. Seats are limited. I recommend that you join immediately. What do you have to lose? I look forward to talking with you. This has been Craig Ansell for the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. This has been episode 37, Don't Just Exist, Be Present. I mean, in person and on paper. We turn problems into potential and issues into opportunities. God bless. We'll see you at the webinar.